This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, January the 6th, 2016. Welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Arizona time, one hour's uh, one hour of economics with attitude, delivered daily by Joe Jaquint, the CEO and owner, the gentleman who pays for this show and all of its content. We hope you're all doing well today. What do we do here? The physical delivery of gold and silver. Give us a call at one 800 592 or check us out at allamericangold.com and hang out with that tinfoil nation and get that news to disturb the comfortable. Well, we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. Joe, Wednesday, hump day. How you doing, man? Hump day. Well, I'll tell you right now, we are short-staffed. Because normally, Homer, you tell us who's going to answer the phone. Today, it's either going to be you or me. That's it. That's I, it. That's I'll it. have to no jump off the air. And the fact of <laughs> the matter is... You are the substance that is this yeah, show, so this, I will be answering your calls today. This is the uh, the dilemma. Wendy uh, is sick this morning, and, you know, the sad part is I hate to do it. You know, I made fun of Homer because every time his in-laws come to town, he amazingly, miraculously comes down with some type of illness that seems to last for weeks, if it, not a month at a time. It does last that long. It does, but it's not a miracle. It's consistent. It, it is, happens it every time I go to Idaho, I come home, and I have influence of some sort. I have some sniffles, some cold, and it's just here to tell you, they came and went. They came and went, and you're fine. And we're, I'm you know, actually feeling lousy today. You know we're jinxing it. I, I, I'm going to be sick <laughs> as a dog tomorrow. Knock on gold. Hey, Knock can I just ask you something? Is it Academy Award time? I don't know. I don't know, but if you saw President Obama yesterday... Oh, my God, guy, did you see that? Did you see him wiping tears? <laughs> I thought I was watching, you know, some drama. Oh, I was. I thought it was the, the littering commercial with the crying Indian. Listen, I know you're not on... So- <laughs> that took me a second. That took me a second. You know the one where, you know, they show the, the park or whatever, and it's got all the trash on it, the oh. Indian's on his horse, and he's got a tear running Let down his tell you. That commercial is so old, that reference is so old, that the car that drives by that Native American and throws the garbage out is a 1969 Vista Cruiser station wagon. Oh, man, yeah, the the president crying on national television. Let me just tell you something. I, I just, just so everybody knows, you know, this, this new gun legislation that he was proposing, the big crux of it all, really nothing more than making it a big, huge royal pain in the butt for anybody to, you know, want to sell their hunting rifle or their pistol or whatever it may you gotta be. you got to buy a dealer's license, but, the way but, I understand. Yeah, right. you got to do all jump through all these. You know that we had that law. No, he, Just he, so you know. You mean he's reinventing the wheel? Right, right. He, he went back in and thought, hmm, what can I do? And he dusted off the law that we, matter of fact, it was in the mid-90s that we got rid of the law. You know, the funny part was, the guy that was president there was another Democrat. Bill Clinton was the president. And you know why they got rid of the law? I'm all ears. Because they're like, we got hundreds of thousands of people that need to be a quote-unquote gun dealer. And they're like, we can't see it. It's, just, it's ridiculous. It's 
stupid and moronic. We got better things to do than worry about one guy selling one gun. Or, you know what, heaven forbid, maybe he's going to sell two. And they got rid of the law. But I just thought, you know what, I just just want to let everybody know this is this is the genius. This is what we're, we're here we go. You know what, North Korea does their, their version of the Hall of Justice, their super friends, with their H-bomb of justice. I don't know if you, well, we were sleeping last night. A lot of things happen when we're sleeping. North Korea. North Korea did a, a well, they're claiming now that it was a hydrogen bomb, uh, which was is obviously a much more powerful weapon than what they possessed before. And and I just find it interesting. You know, he, he comes out and, and makes this big to-do. We got all kinds of problems all over the place. Hey, do they have environmentalists in North Korea? Because did, if you looked at the map where it shows the big circle of where this... Right, well, box, it causes an earthquake. It causes know. it. So what does it do to the eco-life there? What does it do? <laughs> do they have... Maybe that's why he was crying. Who knows, man? I just will tell you this. I go back to the Academy Award. Well done, Well sir. done, bravo. Well, bravo. Well done. Well, well done. Social yeah. media blew up on that, by the way. There are more memes coming out, which are little skit about Obama crying. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday Night Live, I'm oh, sure they're going to have a good one. You know what's going to happen. And uh, I know for, for some of you, you were very concerned about what the U.N. was going to do about North Korea's nuclear test. And they did it this morning, and they, they came out and wrote a letter and said, we're very upset. So there you go. That covers that. So we know that uh, they'll keep them right in line there. I can't believe that. Why do we have that agency? I don't know. I mean, because let's say we pay for it. And they, I say we, the taxpayer. They wrote a letter. You get in more trouble for being in the hallway. Very destabilizing. You get, you get in more trouble in high school for being in the hallway without a hall pass than these guys <laughs> gave North Korea on that. Yeah. My goodness. Oh, our kids get more trouble for showing up with a patriotic T-shirt on to their high school or their elementary school. Than North Korea is going to do for you know what schools are getting in more weapon. trouble for doing the pledge. The ACLU has more power than these guys writing a letter. <laughs> I swear they stopped our country from doing the pledge of allegiance in class. Oh. Where are we headed these days? One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow Jones down over two hundred points again. Uh, gold is up again, up another ten dollars. This morning, all kinds of different news. Apple saying iPhone sales have really slowed, and now they're cutting shipments by double digits. Uh, Chipotle, the the stock that you had to own, you know, is one of those like Netflix and Chipotle. Apparently, no one's eating there anymore. You know, after you get enough people sick, E. coli. Yeah, uh, they they stop going. It stocks in the crapper. And we'll talk about all the other economic data of the day. We've got a great show for you. Don't touch that dial. Patriot Radio News Hour. It's almost day in the love on a hump day Wednesday. Uh, Homer's on the phone right now. Our toll-free number, 800 951 Zero five nine two. Uh, just to get you up to speed on the economic reports of the day, there were three of them. Uh, mortgage applications 
down 30%. That's right, 3-0% for the month of December. They're, they're blaming it on the quarter-point rate hike. ISM non-manufacturing, that is the, the report which deals with the new economy. Exclude manufacturing. This is all you waiters and waitresses, you bartenders out there, you Uber drivers. ISM non-manufacturing was out today, the lowest reading since April of 2014. And then factory orders, that is your manufacturing economy. Factory orders down again in the month of December. That uh, three out of four, and I want to say nine out of ten or eight out of the last ten months. Matter of fact, the only bright spot in the manufacturing index has to do with military aircraft. Not civilian aircraft, military aircraft. Matter of fact, uh, ramping up the spending, getting ready to do more bombing of ISIS, uh, ramping up military aircraft spending, the largest increase since September of, uh, excuse me, September of 9-11. And then, of course, we got ADP Jobs was out today. ADP Jobs. Uh, 250,000 jobs, 257,000 jobs created in the month of December. These are private uh, sector jobs, so uh, excluding the government, uh, most people kind of laughed. Just we can seasonally adjusted 257,000. And so when we sit there and we think about where we sit right now uh, as the, the third trading day of the year, uh, the Dow moving aggressively again to the downside. If you factor out North Korea and its H-bomb of justice, the Chinese, again, while we were sleeping, this is now makes, I want to say it's the ninth straight day in a row with a lower valuation on the renminbi. And now people are saying that we're getting ready. Uh, as the, the Chinese economy, listen, this is the big story. It's falling apart. They're, they're, they're in severe slowdown mode. And take Platts as an example. Platts is, they're, they're an oil research firm. They track who's buying what and where and when. And they said that Chinese oil demand is at the lowest levels in, they, they just said years, with an S, years. And crude oil this morning is down at $34. Saudi Arabia made a big announcement saying they're lowering all crude oil prices. So I guess it's an oil war. The oil wars are on. Um, and, of course, our president, the guy that cried on TV yesterday, he, he, he was out there. Uh, and, of course, uh, Iranian oil is getting ready to hit the markets because, you know, they're our friends. And he decided that we should uh, let them back in. And, of course, our, all as they've done is, is uh, well, let's face it, break every one of the agreements that they had made with the president. And we've done nothing about it. Maybe we get the U.N. to write another letter. Maybe that's what we need to do. And punish them with the stern. This yes, day, give them a stern we, warning. We, we sternly <laughs> warn you. <laughs> That's like a, aggressively objecting in court. So now that you're back, you know what? I, I apologize. This was all filler. Because me and Homer, we had this whole thing planned out today. And, and of course, uh, 
the phone rang right when we uh, were ready to come back on. We have another reason. If all of those reasons weren't enough for you to say, you know what, I need to add to my portfolio, or maybe you're out there you've been, and you've been waiting. I, need, I know I need to get some, but I haven't done it yet. You need a little more reason for you to, to place that first order. Um, Homer has something that I think will will help in doing that. And we're talking about not something economic, not an economic report. This has nothing to do with the Federal Reserve. It has nothing to do with the stock market. It has nothing to do with ISIS or immigration or any of those other things. What it has to do with is if you haven't made that choice yet, as to whether or not you need to add or start your your hard assets portfolio. Homer is breaking down, let's just call it the front runners of who the new commander-in-chief may possibly be as we get ready for the presidential election. Well, I think more than likely, our country is one of opportunity, but it's a country of first. Who thought that this current president, who bet, how many people said to themselves, no way, we're not going to have a black president. Not now. We haven't evolved right. enough as a, a country. A black president with a Muslim name who maybe or maybe not was, was born here or not. Maybe he was born in Hawaii. Maybe he wasn't. With the name Barack Hussein Obama. Right. He's our president. And he, he, he was. And so is this truly a mix? Do people ever step back and go, how did that happen? Next thing you know, here's step number two. Here's the second first. And it could be the next first first woman president of the United States and Hillary Clinton could be the first. I'm here to tell you, it could happen, I mean, in our lifetime. I believe it's eventually going to happen. Is this it? Is this going to be the first? This is the one, though. Is this the one? This is this Hillary? It? Okay, and here, here, here's another first. You got Teddy Cruz over there. We could have our first Canadian president. <laughs> first Canadian president who was born in Canada who's going to be the president of the United States. Let me tell you, this country of you know It's kind of a trend. Right? Hey, it's a trend. Yeah, yeah, maybe you can be born here. Maybe you don't have to be. Oh, I got another one for you. Okay. How about how about Rubio? Oh, Marco Rubio. I mean, true immigrant parents are, came over from, where'd they come from? Cuba. Cuba, right? I mean, this is another first. And all the only one, and I'm telling you, this is why I think sometimes we've got to get our head in the game. And I'm telling you, you've got to make well, that call. Well, we, we got what? We got Bernie Sanders? We got Bernie Sanders, the first guy that said, nah, I know I'm getting drafted. Nah, i got to join the but, military. So, nah. so he's going to go opposite of George Bush and say, you know what? Yeah, I, I, just, I dodged it. Exactly. Right. I'm gonna, I admit it. I, I took off. I dodged the draft. Tree-hugging hippie who is now an 80-year-old, you know, uh, leader of Vermont, I believe. And I'm here to tell you, there's a chance. There's a chance a hippie could be the president, man. Okay? And the true guy that everybody's looking at that's so mean and he breaks and he's the Mexican, we're going to build a wall. And you know what? You are this and you are that. And he categorizes and tells it like it is. I'm telling you. It's anybody's ball game out there, and if you don't take care of you and give us a call and go, what do I do? Because you know what we say? We protect ourselves against what tomorrow will ever bring. And I'm here to tell you, first woman president, first Canadian president, first refugee president, first first hippie president, you tell me what you're going to pick. You tell me who you're going to choose. 
Because when I look and I break this down, and I do a lot of this in jest, but there's not a thing I've said that isn't true here. There is something to think about. There's something to think about. Something to think about. And and I'm just these are this is it. These are the best choices. These are the best choices. And 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 I don't believe that 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 our current president was the best choice when he was first elected. And I'm here to tell you, the second time he was elected, I know that a lot of us felt the same way. And guess what? Where's our deficit now? Yeah, think about this. How how do you like it now? How do you like it? Now and look what else is happening. We are on the precipice. Listen, we are on the precipice of another major meltdown. I mean, that's just what it is. The bullet points that we're addressing are gun control. When we're looking at Syrian refugees coming into our country, and he's not addressing that. Eh, yeah, you, know, you know what he wants to do? Increase background checks for gun ownership for you to protect yourself. But you know what? We don't need to do background checks on the Syrians. Right, right, or the Afghanistans, or the Pakistanis. Matter of fact, big article today talking about the Border Patrol saying they have detained more Afghanis and Pakistanis at the border in the last 30 days than they, I want to say, ever. But they've ever stopped. Well, I'm telling you, they're not all here to make the bully. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe they're here for this. USA Today today, U.S. employers will soon begin bringing in thousands of more low-skilled foreign workers to fill seasonal jobs ranging from ski lift operator to crab picker. Crab picker. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is that like on the TV show, The I Deadliest Catch? I, I think so, or at a manufacturing place where crabs come in so, and do whatever. Coming to, a, coming to a ski lift near you, critics say the newly expanded visa program approved by Congress last month. Put in our congressmen to work. Isn't that what all of you out there listening wanted? Isn't that why you voted for those people that are that you that we've elected? Yes, that's what we need. That's going to fix this economy. It says that it will exploit foreign workers, take jobs from Americans, and hold down wages. What business owners are trying to get here is captive workers. (laughs) You know, we used to have a word for that. I'm not going to say it. Can I just tell you something? I want to interrupt. Did you say ski lift operator? That's what they... I remember when kids work for a penny of that just so they could have a free ski pass. Right. Okay? I, I just don't understand where they're coming up with this information regarding jobs. Now, listen, we're, we've got so many jobs out there that Americans are starting this, by the way, the latest survey. And we've talked about this here for a long time. But it's getting worse. And, and you know, people, a lot of times they accuse me of, oh, double, you're exaggerating. You're exaggerating. And I'm telling you right, no, I'm not. Most of the time, even when I, you know, if I try to be a little more demonstrative or exaggerate a little, I never exaggerate enough. Because every time I turn around, the next report says that it's even worse. And this is another example. Americans are starting 2016 with more job security. Now, this is what the article says. More job security. As we told you, USA Today said, don't worry. We'll take care of that real quick. We're going to bring in all the foreigners. But are still theoretically, I wonder why they say theoretically, one paycheck away from the street. So either you're a paycheck away from the street or you're not. Right? 
There's no theory behind it. It's fact. Either you are or you aren't. Currently, our country is going through a workplace culture shift that puts you on thin ice. I'm going to tell you. So I always, you know, we've been telling people, listen, half the people in the country can't even afford a thousand dollars. You know, your car breaks down. Who's going to pay for it? Because you can't. Oh, now they're saying 63 percent of Americans have no emergency savings whatsoever. Even for a $500 car repair. Wow, I just said what I said. That's amazing. Coincidence. (laughs) Last year, they said it was 62%. This year, it's now 63%. Faced with an emergency, they say they would raise money by reducing spending money elsewhere. It's like the family feud. That's 23% of the survey. Borrowing from family and or friends, that's 15%. Using credit cards to bridge the gap, that's another 15%. The other 47% apparently are not going to fix the car. This is the state of the United States economy. It didn't say 5% or 10%. 63%. You know what, and every time I read that, it, it angers me because that just keeps adding to all the people that can't call and buy products for me. You know, if you were starting a business, would you start a business that eliminated 63% of the population right off the shoot? That's a tough one. That's a tough road to go down. That's a tough road for me, though. I need your support out there. 800-951-0592. We'll be back after the break. No. Welcome back. Pedro Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Gold's up a dozen today, 1,090. Silver is unchanged at $14. Uh, The Dow is down 200 points, 16,900 in change. The Nasdaq's down 33. The S&P is down 20. Crude oil is now uh, off the bottom, but down a dollar forty-four, off four percent, thirty-four dollars and fifty cents. Uh, earlier in the week, the United States government announced that they had made a mistake in the reporting of construction spending data, and they said that this mistake had been going on for the last 10 years. They just found it. They just found it. Oops. Right? Oopsie. Uh, Things things in the construction market, you know, and it's funny, so they put up this chart, and they show the the data that the government had reported for the 10 years, and then they overlaid it with the the bad number, allegedly, and they overlaid the, the new number, And it's almost identical, except for the big crash in construction spending. That's the only real noticeable difference. And they're like, oh, see, it was better. We said it was really bad, but it wasn't as bad as it was, of course, miraculously. And they want things to look and appear better. And then they they released the report. You know, we've talked a lot about how the labor force participation rate is way down people that are of working age that 
seemingly no longer want to work. 95 million Americans not working, and this is how the unemployment rate has gotten to 5%. Well, you got to consider all those kids that you're talking about, they won so many ribbons and, you know, attaboys as children because they were raised that the world is good. Why would I go to work today? There's a certain attitude about it that goes with it, right? Well, you know what's funny is inside of this data, because, you know, we're trying to, to figure it all out here, and Somebody actually, apparently, you know what, in lieu of the mistake in the construction spending, people started looking at other areas. Do you know what the largest age group, the largest increase in retirement? Now, most of us would say, well, that'd be 65 and older. That would be my guess, right? right? 65 and older. But, of course, everyone retires at that age, so that was already a pretty high retirement age. So maybe you thought, you know what, maybe some of those people are retiring early. Maybe it's 55, you know, 55 to 64. Maybe it's, you know, 45 to 54. According to the government, Americans between the ages of 20 to 24 that are quote-unquote retired has increased 100% from 2004 to 2014. Is that what we call pothead <laughs> that sit in mom's basement playing video games? I'm just telling you what this, this is. This is all this big data. Yep. For Americans between the ages of 20 to 24, those of... Uh, the share of those sidelined over the past decade because they were in school, it did increase, unsurprisingly. During the decade of the Great the Recession, but they said what was the most unusual was the jump in those that said they're retired. Don't you have to have a career to retire <laughs> first? Don't you have to have some form of something to retire from? This is, this is uh, listen, this is the big study. All I can do is tell you uh, a huge jump in retirees, a huge jump, well, I, I, I don't even want to call it a huge jump, a jump in those that said that they're in school and uh, an actual decrease in those that said they were disabled in that age group, 20 to 24. So if you are 25 and you have yet not retired, What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Right? Of course, if you don't think about it, if you're 20, 21, 22, you're living at home, right? Mom's cooking for you, cleaning for you, right? You're playing your video games. Well, the way my son, he just turned 20, man, he's got a good five years to go, and he's he off. going. Yeah, the grind will be over in five years, son. <laughs> You'll be good to go. The new entitlement economy, it really is amazing. It's scary. It really really is when you think about it but that's just just another one of these things as we sit here we look forward to 2016 and and we start really thinking about I mean just take a minute and do an inventory of where things really sit with you I mean really are you comfortable with Wall Street right now do you feel comfortable about that do you really do you believe anything that comes out of their mouth. I mean, we've got two, three, four channels dedicated, right, to stocks. 
And do you really believe anything those guys say? I mean, do you feel good about it? We already know, and anybody with an IQ higher than room temperature, we already know. Companies either bought each other out or bought back their own stock. I mean, that's been the recovery. Then you sit there and you look at the jobs data. Anyone believe that data at all? It's a tough pill to swallow. Right? Does anyone really believe that? Well, things are great. We're at full employment. Yet nobody's got any money. 63% of, of America can't afford a $500 expense. Then they tell us, you know what it is? You know what the problem is? We just need more low-skilled workers. That's the problem. You know what? For a whole generation now, they have told us that we may need to be more educated if we want jobs. And today they tell us, you know what? Well, you guys are too smart for these jobs. We're going to bring in the foreigners to do them instead. Then you look at all the people running for office. I mean, we're really down to five, right? And, and, and I would say Rubio is the longer shot. But you got Rubio, you got Cruz, you got Trump, and then you got Sanders, you got Clinton. That's you, pretty much you, it. You feel right? good about those? Then I, right? And I love Donald. I love a hey. We're gonna build a wall. Matter of fact, we're gonna make Mexico pay for it. All, love that. All the while, we're gonna make America great again. Right? Love all that stuff. Just like I loved it when we went into Iraq and said, "Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not gonna cost us anything. Right? Iraq's gonna pay for it. <laughs> that check bound. Right? Didn't quite work out that way. It's one of those things when you really start taking a hard look. You start realizing, you know what, I need to get ready. 800-951-0592. We'll be back after the break. Page of the Radio News Hour, Double J in the love. Once again, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Big article in the Wall Street Journal today talking about the Chinese central bank, and they're calling it deja vu. It's haunting the Chinese market. With the first days of 2016 looking a lot like what happened in the summer of 2015, Chinese authorities took extraordinary measures to prop up their plunging stock market. Now, who did they learn that from? Uh, good old folks at Wall Street, <laughs> right? right? Hey, they, they, they took that out of our playbook. Appear to be added again, scrambling to stem the equity flight with moves that have had the effect of confusing many investors rather than reassuring them. See, it's confusing when they do it. When we do it, it's just good sense, right? Because the whole system, Wall Street may not open if we don't do it. In a burst of activity, the Central Bank of China said Tuesday it injected $20 billion into the country's financial system, a move to shore up the Chinese currency. 
A day earlier, investors had been spooked about the state of China's economy and Beijing's priorities as the central bank unexpectedly decided not to renew a big credit line to its major to their major bank. See, here's the problem. We've exported not only our jobs, right? We, we did that a long time ago. But we've also exported, you know, and maybe in the old... <laughs> it, it, it just sounds right, doesn't it? Because we exported our financial markets, too. You know, because Alan Greenspan used to say that part of the deal in this giveaway was our financial systems, our financial institution, now got to go in to China. I mean, that was the big deal, right? That's why the banks were all for it. We knew why General Motors wanted it, right? We knew why IBM and Apple and GE, why they wanted free trade. But the banks wanted it as well. And and you see, they made the same mistakes there as they did here. And now we've got this, this, let's face it, China has more middle-class citizens than we have citizens, right? They've got 1.2 billion people, so it's even bigger. It has driven the global economy for the last decade. And now they're sitting there realizing, you know, when Eric used to, you know, they were building, somebody was saying they were building like, Five Detroits a year, something like that. In that, right? Just something crazy. I mean, look how long it took us to build one building after 9/11. Almost a decade, right? <laughs> it took over a decade to build one building. They're building entire cities in months and populating it. And a lot of these cities, as we found out, were what? They were empty. Oh, I apologize. Well, they were. They populated plenty of them. But they kept on building, and now all of a sudden, China's got the same problem. Hey, we built all this stuff. Nobody's buying it. And now they're, they're part of the world's reserve currency, right? They got that done. And now, and like I've been saying for so long, this is a race to the bottom not a race to the top. And this is why our central bankers are so clueless. The Chinese love it. They're, they're Raise rates again. Matter of fact, go ahead. Raise them two times, three times, four times. Perfect. Because we're going the other way. And this is the new world that we live in. And, and bailouts and quantitative easing, negative interest rates. We talked about it yesterday. These are all things that all of these people that claim to be the smartest people in the room said you should never do. And yet here they said, and we're doing all of them. You know why they said you should never do them? Right? You you tell your kid, don't touch that stove. Right? It's hot. Right? Absolutely. And what happened? You touched it, right? You did. 
And guess what? It was hot. And then you never touched it again. You got burned. Right? You never touched it again. You learned your lesson. This is why they said you should never do these things. Never bring rates to zero. Don't do that. And it... And if you do, you darn sure don't leave them there for six and seven years. It's going to lead to something bad. Right? You don't go out and take your balance sheet and blow it up by $4 trillion. Because if you do, something bad's going to happen. You don't have your deficits go up a trillion dollars a year for ten straight years. Because if you do, something bad's going to happen. And you never, ever have negative interest rates. Because if you do, something bad's going to happen. And yet here we sit, it's 2016, we're doing all of those things. And they're trying to tell, no, don't worry, nothing bad's going to happen. <laughs> Think about how hard they're trying to prevent us from knowing something we already know. And the problem is they're, they're only making it worse. How bad is it really going to be? Think about it. They're breaking every single rule. And logic just tells you it's just a matter of time before it really, the real bad things happen. And we, we face all these unintended consequences that they're trying to tell us don't exist. Patriot Radio News Hour. I hope you have your financial house in order before it happens. Final segment on a Wednesday. Had a great special today. I had a great one, but it's gone. So, but I got another one. In lieu of the president crying on national television yesterday, <laughs> we're gonna run a little a crying Indian special. A ten, a five. And a two-and-a-half-dollar Indian. So you're going to get all three of the Indians. Of course, the $10 gold Indian, that was the female Lady Liberty. She's got an Indian headset on. And then the, the, the five and the two-and-a-half-dollar ones, those are the male Indians. Those are the ones where they, they've got the NQs design in them, so they actually carved into the coin. And according to my uncle... That's where the expression, don't put that in your mouth, because they thought that it carried the play. I'm just telling you what he said. Hey, it all starts somewhere, right? Right. right. Now, and you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. It's one of those things where I bet you that's true, right? But I can't guarantee it. But those are the, the two and a half and the five dollar. They, they are the, the male versions. And then, of course, the, the $10 is the female version. So you get all three of the Indian gold coins. Uh, they're $1,375 a package. But it, I only can do 20 packages because I don't have enough Indians. Of course, Indians are like St. Gaudens. They're unobtainable. I actually had St. Gaudens today, and they're gone. One guy got bought them all, so... Uh, today, it's the crying Indian. We can join with our president and cry a little bit here. The 10, the 5, and the 2.5, and, 
1375 per package. I've got 20 packages at 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Call and put something away. Uh, if you're looking for platinum, you got two more days left. So on Friday, Friday is the last day I'll take orders on platinum. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles. Uh, you can pre-order for 2016 that $370 a roll. Uh, quick look here at the markets. Gold's up a dozen, uh, 1090 and change. Uh, silver's unchanged right at $14. The Dow's down 200-plus points as, uh, well, let's just say a, a ton of different things all working against the stock market this morning. And who knows? You know what? Here's the funny thing. What's going to happen? when we lay our heads down tomorrow. So far in the first three trading days of this year, it it continues to be things that happen while we're sleeping, dictating what happens here in America. Just another one of those signs. We've given it all away. We've given it all away. And now we've left ourselves at a time when the Federal Reserve says everything's wonderful and we were almost at full employment, 63% of Americans don't even have $500. What have we done? What have we done? And this was this. This is you got to remember though. Go back to the creature from Jekyll Island. This was, it's a welfare state. This is what the central bank is. This is what it does. It devalues and devalues and devalues, and eventually it bankrupts everybody. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody have a great hump day. Be safe out there. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care.